On this episode of Destinations by Design, we're diving into the exhilarating world of live events. And these aren't just any events, these are massive events. We're talking about Formula One and other big scale events that we have coming up here in the Las Vegas market. So if you're someone who works in the live event space, maybe you work in destination management or you're an event planner, this is an episode you won't want to miss. We're gonna be talking about how a company like Destinations by Design works with our partners to establish good communication and also to make sure that our clients are happy and we're providing events that their customers will love. If this is something that interests you, trust me, you won't want to miss it. That's happening right now on Destinations by Design. Prepare to dive into the biggest events, weddings, and design feats here in Las Vegas and beyond. Here's your host, Zachary Green. And joining us today, we have a lively lineup. We have Sydney Zimmerman, a DVD sales manager. Sydney, welcome. Hi, welcome. We also have Jared Daly, who is a creative designer here with Destinations by Design. Jared, welcome back. Thank you very much. And joining us for the first time, we have Shana Graham, Director of Events and Marketing with Southern Glazers Wine, Spirits, and Beer of Nevada. Well, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. This is going to be a really exciting episode for all of us. Um, we're talking about an event that's here in Las Vegas. It is Formula One. It is something that I feel like is widely buzzed about, but you know, not too many people actually work in the live event space, so they're not able to get their hands on it. So this is exciting because um, Southern is doing some work with it and DVD is doing work with you guys, which is awesome. So I want to start with Sydney. Sydney, can you shed some light maybe on what Formula One as an event is bringing to Las Vegas, what it's kind of meaning for the live event scene? I think in general with the race in itself, it's bringing a different market segment that we've never seen before. A huge European influx is definitely happening just purely because of the race in itself, but also a lot of live activations are really a highly requested ask too that we're seeing a lot of. You know, that's funny. I uh, <laughs> I know Formula One, I didn't even process the European aspect to it. it is that impacting any of the work that you're doing, some of the things that you're selling and presenting to clients? I think you have to present it in a different way. Obviously, there's a lot of language barriers with certain clients. Time parameters are different. We're pretty much a day behind already. So kind of knowing that once we get these requests is really important to know from a client standpoint. Mm. And Jared, you are a designer here at DBD. You've joined us on past episodes talking about emerging technologies, AI, uh, how you're utilizing drones and other tech. Um, let's talk about how Formula One and this kind of like race scene is impacting design and design culture. What are you seeing? What are you thinking? Uh, this this is such a huge, it's actually remapping Vegas. It's actually reshaping the their tearing parts tearing parts of casinos down to build these this track so i mean it is truly it's impact i mean it's completely impactful on vegas in, in a way that we've never seen before i don't think in any other <laughs> event and um because of that uh it's bringing like she said it's bringing the whole world here and it's bringing the eye of the, the eye of the world onto vegas and uh with a company like with a f1 the the, uh, the expectations are are through the roof they're un, they're unbelievable so I think they they want to see things they've never seen before, 
that's what you see nowadays. You see all the um, uh, the the you know different um, attractions we have coming. These big um, uh, a lot of um, what I'm trying to say uh, electronic wow factors like you know the the sphere, and you have uh, all these other things coming into Vegas that we've never seen before. And so uh, it definitely everything we do has to be you know I think we have to bring a, a worldwide scale to it. So maybe maybe for our listeners and even for my brain um tell me about some of the research that goes into the design process or even thinking of designs i know that you all are working together um the both of you and then i will welcome you in because i'm very curious i want to know kind of what you were doing in preparation to kind of gather ideas and new thoughts and you know presenting them on the table yeah our proposal team they they draw from when you have F1, you have races from all over the world, and you're going to have a clients from all over the world. So we looked at, um, especially looked at, um, you know, the history of F1, and we tried to bring that into with the, all the flags and all the cars. And, you know, I, I, I did a couple designs with some some of the very first cars or some of the more interesting cars from the, you know, the 60s. They had a couple cars that only got used in one race, and, they, you know, they're well-known in the race circuit. So um, I, I think that aficionados of F1 will see some of these designs and and be, you know, delightfully surprised that we did our homework in that. Yeah. I'm I'm very curious about what the culture is with F1. What is kind of the feeling or the vibe that is given off? It's it's very European. You know, it's extremely European. It's not the they get rowdy. It's very rowdy, <laughs> yeah, but but it's a different feel than like a NASCAR race. You know, it's 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 more like soccer, like soccer, like football match, football. Excuse me, like a football match. You know. Um, uh, so it's very lively and it's very national. Uh, they, there's a lot of nationality to it. You know, they 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 root for their their racers, for their team, for their um, and their superstars. And uh, so we got to take that all into account. And like I said, it's um, it's really, I, I think it's one of the biggest events, Las Vegas. It's probably the biggest event. I think it's like when the Olympics comes to a city and they have to reshape everything for the Olympics. We're oh, no. we're doing that. We're building stands just that will just be solely for f1 yeah so i think even playing off what jer was saying going based off the design is huge knowing our market segment is very different from a day-to-day versus this one entirely yes it's very modern clean but it still has to have that luxury feel to it versus like a nascar race so kind of playing off that yeah there's a difference between f1 and nascar uh, just go to the speedway and uh no kidding we love the speedway <laughs> i love the speedway <laughs> it is and i think like when i think about vegas and i think nascar i think like Monte Carlo, I think those like mm. more casino yeah. European casino towns because they have those races in there, you know. So I think the the blending of it ha- of, of the lights and the and the NAS- or the Formula One racers, it's it's been done before, but it's uniquely Vegas here for sure. Well, now I want to welcome Shana into the conversation. Um, you're with Southern Glazers Wine Spirits and Beer of Nevada. Um, first off, because we haven't had you on the podcast before. I think it would be very beneficial for our listeners to know what it is that you guys do as a company. We're a wholesaler and we bring the suppliers in to retailers, venues that sell alcohol. So there's not a place that sells alcohol in Las Vegas in the state of Nevada that we don't touch. Wow. So you are selling alcohol. We're talking all types, every single kind. Yep. And when you say a retailer, are we talking like casinos or major events or just you're talking anything that has a liquor license dang okay (laughs) so this is a large-scale operation um 
Talk to me about what you do in your role there. There's not much I don't do in my role here. So we uh, lots of marketing for different charity events. Uh, we donate to over 100 charities a year. Uh, we have a full kitchen. We do full entertaining um, all the time. We have an educational facility. Uh, we educate customers, um, our sales team. We do everything in the for the events and marketing department. Now, the interesting thing about Formula One is that this is... This is new to all of us. Um, we, Sydney and I were kind of talking beforehand that Formula One did have a presence here back in the 80s. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this is, this is a new experience for Las Vegas. It's a new feel. So I want to know from each of you, what has this been like for you? What has this experience of, you know, this event's coming to down you know, it's certain we're going to play a part in it. Um, you know, talk, talk about how it's been. Has it been crazy? Has it been chaotic? Has it been enlightening, re-inspiring? I think yes to all. Um, I think in general, and even working with our hotel partners a lot, they're kind of flying by the seat of their pants too, because we've never done this before in all, all transparency. Sure, we've had shutdowns for New Year's Eve, bigger events like that, but we've never had it to where we have to shut down two weeks prior before our event. So looking at those elements, kind of playing into, okay, this is when we have to have our items there. This is the security needs that we need. All of those logistical pieces really need to be a part of the selling piece as well as when we're designing an event. I, I think that's a unique challenge to Las Vegas because you're right. The only time there's been a shutdown is New Year's or I think when we had the Gold Knights mm -hmm. and they shut it down, they they don't shut down the strip. Correct. So yeah, maybe let's let's talk a little more about those logistical challenges that you'll be encountering and facing. Yeah, and it's not just with the race events in itself; it's with our existing clients prior to, and even figuring out what's best for them because they're not paying those F one rates. There's just a normal clientele on a weekly basis. So kind of figuring out a bit of both, to be honest, and being prepared as a company we've talked about it for months now of how we're best going to practice moving forward on the items that we're delivering versus what needs to actually be sold to our clientele Shana, can you talk about kind of this experience from your perspective um because it is something that's new yeah it's new and it's so exciting and we're so excited about it but logistically like this morning we had a meeting with metro because there's not one property that sells liquor on the strip that we don't touch and now we have to learn how to route our trucks and get our trucks there and get them out and what about the day of what if anybody needs emergency deliveries so we're working really closely with them right now to see how we're going to get in and get out and I mean for us getting the product to the properties is basically what it's all about and that's a, that's a big deal also there's huge activations all over the strip um, for our suppliers and our supplier partners. So so I'd, I'd love to know from your perspective now, and if you can talk on this, like, you know, this is coming to town in two months. <laughs> Are you guys just like in a mass frenzy? Like we need thousands of bottles of this and this yeah. now. I think everybody's in a mass frenzy because, I mean, we're building new roads and overpasses two months out that haven't even started. So I think everyone's in a mass frenzy. And I just think it's because it's the first time we've done it. We don't know what's going to happen. 
And everyone's a little bit nervous, but really excited at the same time. I'd love to know, too, how are you kind of handling the stress of it? Because this is stressful. This is, you know, you, you guys are all working and trying to figure this out now. Um, maybe tips or advice that you might have with someone who might be in a similar position. I mean, for us, we have a whole team and it's all about communication and over communicating. And also I've been doing events for 16 plus years. So there's always a fire drill somewhere. You just got to keep your calm until it happens. It's organized chaos. Wow. So Jared, how about you? This, this experience as a designer, um, having to do this for yourself. Uh, it's amazing that there's every single nook and cranny in Las Vegas is doing something. Like we, so we're designing for, we're designing for, you know, uh, ballrooms or we're designing for restaurants that want to have an event. And so we have to, and we're designing for parking lots. You know, they had to, the, suddenly we're building these big events inside a parking lot. So like she said, we got to move that stuff in, keep it protected for days before it's even, you know, before it's even up, everything has to be set up. And, uh, so we're designing literally on, on every surface of the city. So that's, that's new for, for me is that, uh, I've designed for for a myriad of different, um, you know, clients and different, uh, uh, what would you call it, uh, uh, environments. Yeah. Yeah. Activation. Activation. These activation is photo ops activation. No, isn't that the word of 2020 <laughs> and going on? <laughs> yeah, right. So I think another picture that I'd like for there to be painted is this picture of partnership that is going on between uh, your team and the DVD team. Um, can you talk maybe a little bit about how that partnership works, um, what it is you guys have been able to accomplish without giving away any secrets? Well, we've worked very closely with the DVD team on several projects leading up to a big project that we're working on now together. Um, and I think it's been really great. They're really great to work with. Uh, lots of communication. And they, I feel like they have a wrap on really what's going on in the city with the designs and all of that. It, the best part was when I had my 3D rendering of my activation. I mean, that sells it right there. And it sold it to all of my senior VPs because they got to see a 3D rendering and kind of walk through what the space was actually going to be. Wow. That is, and I want you guys to answer this question, but we were talking about this in the tech episode about how influential how influential technology can be. Uh, was that 3D rendering for you? Was it challenging to create? Like, how much time did it take you? Yeah, it was. It was very challenging. It was uh, a lot of fun, actually. I really had a good time doing it. Um, there was a lot of builds. A lot of different things went into it. Um, and we had to uh, had to recreate a bunch of things. And <laughs> and then uh, we had to decide if, you know, the a lot of things might happen at nighttime and daytime. And so we had to create two different, um, you know, uh, uh, renderings for that and so it was um it was great well, I, and, I had a great time doing and it. and this is interesting because even from your perspective how much easier is it to sell an idea or sell a product when you have that type of technology working to your advantage it definitely helps when you're working with unique spaces for sure and kind of even seeing how it all fits together and what playing with their design team i mean I love to think that I'm a little bit creative too. So we kind of talk about like different ideas of what we have already in inventory. And it's like, oh, well, we could build this. But what if we use this piece instead and playing off strategic elements in that regard? So it definitely helps for sure. Okay. So with, you know, your guys's 
business and you guys are supplying alcohol to major events or major different subsidiaries across Las Vegas. Um, how how does that work in terms of branding? Are you guys able to talk about the alcohol that you're selling? Are you guys not able to? Is it like clear label? I'm very curious how that works. So Southern Wine does not, we do not advertise as Southern Wine. We leave the branding up to our supplier partners so that they, I mean, you've heard of all of them all over the place, the Patrons, the Grey Gooses of the world. Um, and so we leave that up to our suppliers to brand and do what they will. Wow. So let's say you're working with a newer company who is, you know, maybe they're doing an activation for you or something like that. Is is this information that they need to know prior so that way no errors are in play? Or is this something that is just done with you guys beforehand, you know it all? No, this is, they. I think when you go into the business, even if you're a newer uh, company, you're still held by like, a, they're called trade development directors. Someone's still holding your hand and walking you through the process and what the what you can and can't do through, due to compliance. Mm. So I want to transition now into talking about Las Vegas as a whole. The city's changing. We are changing from this flyover destination where someone would come in, drop a few thousand and leave. <laughs> But now we are getting all these major sporting events. We're getting, we just had Taylor Swift in town. Um, Beyonce's coming. Uh, talk about how this major contribution of events coming to Las Vegas is impacting the business and the work that you guys are able to do. I think in total, just with the work that we're able to do, I mean, I'm always impressed by DVD. I've been with the company for a number of years on and off. And I think in general, seeing what we're able to do and grow is always fascinating for me. Um, I think it brings forth new entertainment options internally for our entertainment department. I think it brings forward new talent, whether it's from a designer element, from a sales perspective, we're getting new and people that want to move into the city. That's definitely bringing different ideas of what's capable. So just a little bit of everything. Jared, what about you? Uh, yeah, it's it's grown just in the last couple of years, everything is just on hyperspeed. It's gone from, I mean, we're, we're now in competition with cities like Dubai and, uh, um, you know, in the, when I, I worked in China and their, their technology, their technology was far advanced, like their spectacle, their technology. And now it's starting to come here. I think we're not just like themed hotels anymore. I think that's old Las Vegas. I think we have to be like Dubai, we have we're like I just saw a design for a giant Qatar hotel that's being built. I mean, it's going to be this. They're gonna they're gonna push. We're pushing pushing all boundaries right now in Las Vegas, and it's not it's it's not the old just Frank Sinatra anymore. It's wow, yeah, it's really hyper accelerated. Shana, I mean, man, what a time to be in part of this city right now. Working, living, it's amazing. We've got a professional hockey team that just won. We have. A football team we're getting formula one i mean how exciting is this and not only that but to be in the alcohol business we just keep we just keep going and going we're not stopping whereas some of the other countries kind of plateauing out on sales and coming back from covid we're just it's like we never stopped we're back to pre oh sorry we're back to pre-covid times it's it's amazing and it's amazing to be a part of the city in this industry right now how is the influx of all these events impacting your workflow. This is for all of you because 
it it feels like every single month we get the breaking news announcement of this is coming to Las Vegas or this has been set in stone. Uh, how's it impacting the workflow and just your ability to, you know, focus on these different events? I will say it does present its own challenges. Sure. Um, I think for us internally and with what I try and process within my team is more of focusing on the further out. If we can get it done within a six month time period and we know our clients are coming back, let's be advantageous. Let's go for it and start planning earlier now that we can. I think as to Shane's point, pre-COVID, we weren't able to do a lot of these things. We only had maybe two months to plan these huge events. And now we're starting to get back to where it's like, okay, we can plan a year out. We know what's coming. Why don't we be a little smarter about things like Formula One's going to be here for three years. If we're going to be partnering with someone, let's look and see what that partnership looks like for three years versus just the right now. Wow. And I'm, I'd love to hear that from your perspective too, of with the longevity of these events, looking at longevity with not only, let's say, DVD as a partner, but even other partnerships. I think it's amazing because again, we were come and go. You didn't know. Now we know it's a three-year thing. We know what to expect. Okay, year one, we're all going to get our feet wet and have a couple ups and downs. But year two, year three, we've got it down, right? We have we know what to expect. We know what to do. Um, I think it's so exciting. Very exciting. And um, I love the newness of all the new events and all the new things that we get to do. Instead of doing the same event over and over and over again, now we get to experience a bunch of new events. Yeah, having to rethink the same event over and over again. Um, Jared, what about you as a creative? Uh, yeah, it's, like she said, it's an incredibly exciting time because just like you said, there's there's a new company in town that does this. We have drone shows now. We have, we have um, you know, uh, projectionists. We have all these things that just weren't here two years ago. And now there's... Just, just a plethora of, and, and everybody's trying to outdo each other in this. And we're getting all these like uh, immersive entertainment. I think that's like the the thing now is to bring the the biggest and most amazing thing in immersive entertainment. I, it's not like the you know the show, the sit down and watch a, a show. That time in Vegas is right now. It's paused. It's really they're bringing back big headliners and they're bringing back jugglers. And I mean they have jugglers and musicians. So it's like old Vegas in that sense. But then it's this super high tech incredibly cutting-edge technology that people want to come and see and be just dropped right in the middle of it. I think the beauty is that there's a little bit of something for everyone, no matter what socioeconomic status has in play. You can go see Taylor Swift or you can go to a little show that's somewhere on the strip, you know, a pop-up or something like that. Okay, folks, it is time for our DVD Q&A section. This is the part of the podcast where we take questions from listeners and we share them with our guests who are on the podcast for the day. And if you have any questions that you want to throw our way for future episodes, all you have to do is shoot us an email, podcast at dbdvegas.com, or you can always message us on social media at dbdvegas.com. We will be there, we will check it out, and we will find a way to throw it into the podcast. Okay, let's get started. I'm going to start with a question from Gary from Houston, Texas. Sydney, has the F1 event created fresh adventures for DBD? Oh, absolutely. I mean, 
I think in general, you kind of get stuck. Like you think, okay, it's a race. Race cars, red, plaid. But then you have to really think outside of that box too. You kind of have to focus more on the brand or what the clients are really going to look forward to year after year coming back to Vegas, especially for this event. Wow. Now, this is a question from Leah from Nashville, Tennessee. It's a question for, this would be in Jared's realm. Um, in terms of design, has F1 introduced any unique trends? And we kind of talked about this a little bit in the podcast, but I don't think we necessarily talked about specific trends. Um, maybe some things that you've seen or color scopes or... Unique trends. Yeah, it's, like you said, it's, it's um, uh, hmm. uh, we have to bring in the European design. And, and I think that's a lot of, and, and uh, Sydney put it perfectly, there's a lot of elegance. There's a, there's a, a real sleek elegance to it. And I think it's, um, um, maybe it's not, it's not, it's not as flashy. I've noticed that a lot of designs there, they're not the, they don't want the, you know, the, the Vegas pizzazz as much as they want, like a sleek, a really nice sleek, um, uh, you know, uh, shiny veneer is what I'm trying to say. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's very elegant. It's, it's much more elegant. We're thinking more of the upscale metropolitan, very yeah. glass centric, you know, your metals, your fine, I think jewelry and dresses and, you know, yeah. versus, you know, maybe things that might feel a little more carnival. Yeah. Well, you know, like American muscle cars are very square. They're very, you know, and where European, European cars are very sleek. The F1 cars are very sleek and they're low to the ground and they're fast and they're, you know, they're very elegant. So that's what we're getting a lot of that. Well, I hope that answered your question. I have another question for Jared. This is from Isabel from Jacksonville, Florida, who says, how do you fuse the classic Vegas character with an event as colossal as F1? I think with it, Vegas is providing its own character because it's it's in Vegas. So Vegas is, is you know, the, the cars are the star of the show, but they're going down the strip. So it's just that iconic... Um, and, and we do try to put neon in some of our designs to kind of bring that in. And like I said before, the Monte Carlo, that's what I kind of try to make it like a, you know, like a European casino. It's a European lights and flash, you know, and flare like that. Um, but but Vegas is its own character. Shana, I'd love to know your kind of thoughts on that question. How do you take classic Vegas and implement it into an event such as Formula One? What's kind of going on in your mind as you plan these events and other things? Um, I, I kind of feel the same way Jared does. Um, just that we have the backdrop of the strip. It's never been done on our strip before. We've never closed it down like this. I mean, that's amazing. And it's not just on the main strip. It's all around. So you're seeing New Vegas, Old Vegas. You're seeing all of it. Well, they're not seeing it because they're shoot, <laughs> right by it. But super exciting. Now... This next question is for both of you. Um, it's from Sydney. Actually, it's from Lucia from Boston, Massachusetts. And Lucia asks, with events as significant as F1, are there elevated client expectations? Of course there is. Yes. Um, absolutely. Sydney, you probably could speak on that more. Um, definitely, there is that expectation. I think in general, too, a lot of people like to see these big big name brands and they kind of think money, money, money. I think they all think that in their heads, but we also have to be conscious, okay, they are already paying a premium to be here. The spots are higher where they need to be. 
everything's at that plus plus level. So even keeping that in mind, having those budgetary conversations is very big up front, but still providing that service. I don't want to say like champagne taste on a beer budget by any means. However, I do think that where we need to be sustainable, active, and from a design standpoint, classic. Hmm. I want to thank our guests who are on today. I want to thank Sydney, Jared, and Shayna for their perspectives and their input. Guys, it was such a pleasure to have all three of you on talking about large-scale events here in Las Vegas in Formula One. So thank you so much. Thank you. Be sure to join us for our next episode of Destinations by Design as we explore a partnership that has evolved from linens to unique glass plates and how it's shaking up the live events industry. We'll get into that and more. That's right here on Destinations by Design.